Welcome to a very special episode of Hurwitz's House of Ho Ho Horror. I'm your host, Santa Steve, and with me. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) With me, as always, is my co host, Jefferson Jellybean Miller. Is that my Christmas name? I couldn't think of anything else to begin with a J. Jolly Jeff. God damn it. Welcome, yeah. Jolly Jeff and Hanukkah Hurwitz. Damn, that was pretty good too. Thanks. Well, let me start off by saying, "Whoa, you're holding the bell part." <laughs> well, that's crazy. What is that? This Where'd is you get that? my Tipsy Putt Sacramento uh, cowbell for uh, somebody left from a Kings game. <laughs> and well, what you listeners should know is we are. You're receiving this on Christmas, so Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Everything to y'all. Yeah, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. You guys just ran down your stairs and ran past your trees and your families and everyone to just get to your phone because that's downstairs too for some reason. Get the fuck out of my way! The podcast is out! And you came to listen to us. We are here to give you the gift of a very special podcast episode. And unfortunately, I did not decorate too well i don't know steve i see (laughs) i see stockings everywhere you see three stockings that's right that i've had we've had these stockings for a very long time i think we got these when we first started living together in i think so i don't know it wasn't was it long beach mine is a is adorned with a j i believe it was long beach mine has an s went to a long beach walmart that's (laughs) that's right (laughs) and unfortunately i did not have any christmas bells so that goes back to the whole i got this from a somebody's cowbell that sounds kind of christmassy yeah that's the only bell that i have let's hear it again i like how here let me see oh i'm doing it wrong aren't i Ho, ho, ho! that's the right merry christmas we also have decorated with three other festive items yeah, that you guys can't here. see. There's a dreidel. A, uh, a small little mouse wearing a Santa costume. And of course. And a, and a Cyclops lemon. No. <laughs> the, the, the traditional Christmas Cyclops lemon. It's one that I think a lot of people sort of forget. Oh. Is that the lemon? That's the lemon, yeah. That's scary. Spooky or should lemon. I say festive? Oh. Well, we hope you guys out there are having a very merry festive holiday t- time. <laughs> it's certainly coming down outside with the snow, not the rain. Well, look at all that snow out there. You know, Jeff, I've been a little concerned because that snow is coming down really hard and your car is parked really far away. And. I saw some reports that we might be getting snowed in here soon. So we got to be Ooh, uh, careful oh, okay. of that. I mean, it's getting chilly out there. We should be thankful for, as they say, a white Christmas. Oh, 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 oh. oh forgot about that. <laughs> I thought there was more to that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, cool. We should be considering this a miracle, a Christmas miracle. <gasps> yeah, I've been really annoying my coworkers at work with that. <laughs> Every time something good happens. <laughs> Really trying to get that in there. Yeah, you know, spread spread the the spirit. Well, we're going to take you guys out of this picture 
perfect moment that you all have because it is technically December 18th. But when this comes out, we are going to all be celebrating. We all mm-hmm. are coming down the stairs, even though some of us live in well, some of know, us are coming down the chimney bedroom apartments. Yeah, I don't have a chimney. So Santa can't get in here. Well, yeah. Also, you know, that's because I personally have a, have a war against him. That's right. Yeah. You're waging war against the big man. Personally. Yeah. yeah just yeah. you. Exactly. There's that classic tale of Santa coming to haunt my dreams or something. Because <laughs> that's scary. I mean, it sounds pretty scary. What is happening right now? I don't know. Jeff, how are you doing this festive time of year? Well, um, I'm a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, <laughs> blizzard outside. But you got the fire roaring in here. It's burning real hot. And yeah. I love it. Uh, I like... Um, with each episode, my power increases. <laughs> my soundboard powers are growing. So we with got every a, episode. We got a little taste of that already with that the two sounds already. Yep. I'm going to burn through these. You went through all of them last time. So let's try and hit that record again. Oh, I will. You know, it would be a miracle for you to hit all of those. Uh, <gasps> Christmas, Christmas miracle. Oh, 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 Merry Christmas, <laughs> everyone. And happy holidays, everyone. That's right. Oh God, Jeff! Did you just did you hear something? Was it I your neighbor? I, I thought I heard something on the. Is there roof. anyone that lives above you? No, that's the. I'm on the top floor here, baby. I'm on the Whoa. top floor. Oh, and the the power has been kind of shaky, hasn't it? Isn't coming in and out. Yeah, it's kind so of. So we should probably flickery. start recording pretty or you know get this podcast and moving. Yeah, we'll hurry up. Well, Jeff. I, oh God, there goes Jesus. the lights. Jesus. <laughs> Is that Jesus on the ceiling or on the Maybe roof? Maybe Jesus <laughs> on the roof. He sounds so much bigger than I would have expected. <laughs> well, it's because uh, it's the tale we all know as old as time that when baby Jesus is traveling through time and space, he travels in his little crib. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like a ship. Yeah. And and the, the wise men thought it was a crib. I'm just like imagining the Doctor Who intro. <laughs> And he's like, do, 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 And then he's just finger gunning like through time and space. Uh, he's Baby turning Jesus water into wine. Yeah, he's right. like, water into wine, water into wine. But he turns water, Ooh, he turns water into milk. Mickey Mouse. Huh? I was, I became Mickey Mouse. Oh, it's a Disney a movie? Yeah, it could be any movie. Okay. Yeah, what about, is Donald Duck there? I've never tried to do a, a Donald Duck impression before. You probably never should again. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we have this battery powered pod tracking pod recording machine. That's right. Here. So that way we can keep on recording, even though the lights have gone out. And similar to um, how uh, it was a miracle that the the candles stay lit for seven whole days, our podcast recorder will hopefully stay lit. Oh, fuck you, right? <laughs> you know what I was thinking of? The seven was days that in a week. movie, or the, excuse it's me, the TV show Seven Days. since you looked at me. Where the guy could use Have the machine to travel back seven days to, like, save people's lives. Five That's what I was thinking of, not Hanukkah. Saying, Get back together, come back and see me. Yeah, that was the theme song for the show. Exactly. It's a good thing that we have the menorah here to light our way through the rest of this episode mm-hmm. and the batteries to make sure that we get this episode out to you guys. That's right. Well, I guess we should gather around the flames of candles Ooh, in the fireplace that we have. And Jeff, I'd like to tell you a tale, a tale <laughs> as old as time with a song as old as rhyme. Today, I'd like to tell you the tale of 
Krampus from 2015, directed by Michael <laughs> Doherty. St. Nicholas. Merry Christmas! Is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Who knows if you've been bad or good. His name is Krampus. So Krampus was this week's movie. And Jeff, we've both seen this movie before. And speaking of yeah. Long Beach, I believe it's in Long Beach that we watched this. I believe it so. Out. Yeah, it doesn't feel that long. I mean, I guess it's been a while now, but it doesn't 20, feel like that long ago. 2015. Oof. Eight, eight years ago. That was some quick math. Because it must have come out like around this time of year just to be festive and all oh, that. Oh, that makes sense. Possibly. Maybe it came yeah. out in October. I don't really know. But I remember watching this and I remember thinking it was just like, okay. Me too. I didn't. I wasn't like the biggest fan. I, was I, like, I remember kind of you sucked? really wanted to watch know, it. Like, yeah. You were very like more excited than I expected. I, I always feel like a lot of things that you start to tell me just surprise me like with horror <laughs> certain horror movies or certain types of things i'm like yeah. oh you were like pumped up about that yeah and this was one of them yeah it's like something about especially when there's like a kind of humorous element like adam scott being in it for one oh let's talk about the cast real quick yeah. we have adam scott in this tony collette david kocher i didn't know that that was like his last name me neither but you would you would know this guy he's been anchorman he's a bunch of comedies yeah um what's his name in anchorman I got no idea. Ooh, hammy or whatever he always does. Ooh, whammy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy. And then finally, Allison Tolman, who I have only really seen or remember from Fargo season one. She was great in that. I think I may have seen her in a few other smaller I've, roles. I've definitely seen her in a bunch of stuff, but I've totally blanking uh, on she's, what. She's great. Mm -hmm. She's great in this. And like that, those are the main characters in this on top of like some kids who we haven't really seen, but like those four and actors. And an old lady. Oh yeah, yeah, Which yeah. apparently they had like, they went through like four different old ladies. They kept dying. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. They were just dropping out for some reason and, oh. and then she came in at the last second, but she like, I thought she killed it. Like they didn't film certain scenes with or without. Like no, it was one just scene like, had like one of the old ladies yeah. and they're like, later in the movie oh that's a different old they're lady. like whatever old ladies all look the same gray hair you know you get it whoa hey not to get controversial here but but all old people look old. sound the same smell the same <laughs> that might be true right? um was that a soundboard effect uh oh, oh no that was my me. soundboard died jeff you have one job wait hold on steve do yeah. it again all right now i don't want to Yay! Oh, fuck. That's the wrong button. <laughs> Good try. Oh, no. Well, Jeff, let's talk a little bit about the beginning of this movie because mm -hmm. I like that this starts off very much as like a Christmas movie. Yeah, for like a while. Yeah. As we were watching, because again, like like you said, it's been, what was it? What are you saying? 15 years? Yeah. That can't be right. 15, Five eight. years. Eight years. Since we've watched this? Eight years because of Eight Nights of Hanukkah. I remember now. Oh, yeah. Um, It's been eight years. Uh. And I thought I remembered this movie more. And like you said, I was kind of like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then as we were watching it, I'm like, I don't remember. I thought this picked up way quicker, but I liked that it didn't. Wait, the first time or this time? This time. Oh, interesting. Like, I remember my memory of this movie, I'll just say is, you know, it gets into the Krampus stuff in like the first act. Yeah. And then it was kind of goofy, dumb. And then it ended. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And this time I was like, this movie is actually really good. Same. Like I'm into the story of like the characters and stuff. Same here. I remember it the opposite way. I remember it being not a lot of kind of Christmas stuff and then it uh -huh. jumping into the ridiculousness of it. Right. And I don't remember it being, this is kind of a dark movie. 
I'll, yeah, I'll and the it like go it goes off the rails in a way that I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Same. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, the first not for a while. I would say the first half reminds me of like Home Alone, kind of the sure. beginning of Home Alone, the very beginning. It's like it's just it's a bunch of family coming together. You got right. cousins coming by. You have and like some obnoxious. On, oh god, yeah, this family. Uh, the, the cousins that come to visit the main family here, mm-hmm. Tony Collette and Adam Scott, they are literally just some of the worst people of all time. But I really like it. Me They're too. just such an exaggerated version of of what you would imagine your terrible cousins <laughs> to be. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, they're obnoxious. They're rude. They are unpleasant to be around. They and- show up in like a military grade Hummer. And and I always feel bad. I said this when we were watching the movie, but I always feel bad for like when they make a character. It's like a little kid. And they're like, this little kid's fucking fat and mm. annoying you know like dudley from harry potter it's like that vibe of like he's a bully and he's overweight and they're like maybe you should fucking get diet pills for christmas <laughs> or whatever i'm like jesus christ i mean that was a very big thing in the 90s totally, as well. totally. that was yeah and 80s too true yeah which um i could tell michael doherty wanted to he's uh, a lot of 80s movies homage, homages mm-hmm. that sounds right and apparently he wanted to like use the 80s Universal logo in the beginning. That would have been sick. Yeah, but then instead they went for like a big budget Frozen Universal logo. I did like that. that yeah, was me really too. Cool. Speaking of Michael Doherty, he directed Trick or Treat, and I was oh, yeah, I didn't know right. if you knew this going in, and I didn't, I didn't wanna, until the movie was over. I don't want to say anything because I know that you just are like meh. Kind of go. I want to watch it again. Trick or Treat. Yeah, I I enjoy that. I, I think it's good and. Going into this movie, knowing that now, because the first time I I had seen both of those, you know, trick or treat mm-hmm. and then this laughter, I n- didn't know that it was him. But going in this time, I was like, oh, shit, I'm gonna start looking for some of maybe his little like um, not trademarks, but just some maybe similarities or certain film styles. So, yeah, stylistic so choices and stuff. Yeah, I saw a decent amount, I, I believe. And I was like, this is pretty cool. I, I like this. And I like that. So, there's something so satisfying about the fact that he's done like a classic Halloween movie and mm-hmm. now a classic Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It makes me want to own both. And then I want him to do like it's all of the holidays. I know. I was trying to think of another holiday that would be cool. And Easter. There was a little step like, hey, yeah, I that's bet, right. Is there an Easter bunny that's going to kill us next? Oh, really? Uh, somebody says a line in that. Oh, yeah. Barf. <laughs> uh, well, he's doing trick or treat, too. Yeah. Which we got a little update about that maybe a couple months ago. But yeah. If I remember correctly, he just said that they are in talks and they have a good script and it's going to be happening. It's right. just, I think that was still during the the strike and all that. I believe so. so. So probably they're working on it right now. Things are hopefully being pushed along. Which I'm game for. So I also like that with the grandma that we mentioned, she makes subtle hints just like uh, there is something else going on with Christmas, but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, she's just like her vibes are kind of like spooky. Like everyone's like, ha Christmas or like Christmas fucking sucks or whatever. And she's in the corner like speaking german ominously when she's like you you better be careful it's not about not about whether or not you're good but it's what you believe yeah and the main kid i think his name is max he's Mm -hmm. having a hard time writing a letter to santa right and that actually kicks off sort of the horror aspect of this movie because once the family all gets together they have this classic dinner of all of the family members talking shit about each other Mm -hmm. there are some kind of funny moments where the cousin talks some shit to adam scott because this what's the cousin's name howard 
Howard, yeah, Howard. I'm pretty sure. He's very much just like a gun nut and like, hey, I like sports and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. he pokes fun at Adam Scott being like, well, what, were, what did you do instead of learning about survival skills? He's like, I was in Boy Scouts or Eagle Scouts. Eagle Scouts, yeah. yeah. Or doing sports instead of instead of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that leads to some of the cousins grabbing Max's letter. And this is what prompts them to just get all sourpuss because a fight breaks out and everyone's just angry at each other. Did I mention like this annoying aunt comes by too that nobody really likes? Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah. I totally forgot about her, which I feel bad. She's a great actor too. She's a great actor, but I feel like in this she was giving a lot of just dumb lines and it's this very like one dimensional s- character. Totally. Very stereotypical. And then they, later in the movie, they try to like kind of like, look, she just wants to she feels bad. It's like, whatever she, her character was bad. So Max ends up throwing that letter out the window. The next day, a huge snowstorm happens mm-hmm. and I start seeing all these, I think they're, they're snowmen, right? Sort of yeah. There's up. like snowmen in the front yard and they're they like, weren't there before Max is like, what the hell that there's snowmen in the front yard and they look fucking Spooky. evil. Yeah. And the dad's like, ah, oh, it's probably just the neighbors or whatever. It's like, I mean, I guess that's probably what I would say if I was, I would be like, "Uh oh, magic snowman. It would be like, I don't know. Someone's making snowman. Who cares? Yeah, the power goes out. And so they're stuck at home, not able to do anything while the snowstorm rages outside. Mm -hmm. They get a weird delivery, just like a Santa bag filled with presents that they just toss under the tree without questioning it. I like that. (laughs) Me too. And they make an excuse like the, the, you said cousins, right? Or no, the, the aunt, the mom's sister. Yeah. Uh, She's like. Look at they're getting more shit again. You know, basically, like if so, if you looked outside, and there's a bunch of like Amazon deliveries. She's like, ugh, and she brings them in. Yeah, goddamn the, rich Democrats or whatever. I was like, was huh, like, interesting. <laughs> so Adam Scott and Tony Collette's their daughter goes to visit her boyfriend to see if they have power, and then we sort of have now evil things lurking about. She goes down the street, and you brought up a fun fact about this that I oh, think- that's right. Yeah, this is because this is the first time we see the outside, mm-hmm. and I think there's only a few scenes that are actually filmed outside, but this one was all the houses were made digitally. And so they took the opportunity to like replicate famous movies throughout like the eighties and just like various Christmas houses. I think also Uh like there's the, I believe it's the Amityville house. And then we guessed like, I'm assuming I haven't gone back and checked, but probably the home alone house, maybe the Friday, the not Friday 13th uh, nightmare on Elm street, Nightmare on Elm street house. Probably. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the horror things you know, with this director, especially, he right. seems to enjoy that. So that'd be yeah. really cool. And this is when we get our first look at Krampus, too. He's just this hunched over giant creature like on top of a house. Yeah. yeah. I like that we didn't see him in his actual, like, up close for a while. Me too. And I like the way that he looks. He's... I really like, yeah, it, uh, all the design of the movie. He looks awesome mm-hmm. when we eventually see him. So Sarah gets chased underneath a car. And mm-hmm. I think Krampus... Can Krampus fly? Because he like chases. I think it's. I think he can, um, like classic Superman leap leap taller than a uh, leap leap over over a building in a single bound. Is he faster than a speeding bullet? (gasps) Wait a second. How it goes is does he faster than a locomotive? Does he see you when you're sleeping? He knows when you're awake. It's Superman. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, that's Superman. Then there's a Jack in the Box left that. Sarah sees and we don't see what happens to her, but we just hear this blood curdling scream. And there's some gurgles and yeah. s- splashes, I'll call them. Yeah. And I feel like that deserves a kill number one. Kill number one, baby. I didn't remember if these characters actually died or not. Me neither. And that well, surprised me, honestly. Yeah. They just start taking people out pretty quickly. Here, yeah. And they don't really hold back at all. Because I remembered 
I don't know if we're spoiling the the end, but okay. I, I <laughs> let's just whatever. Uh, I remember like the very end, and I remember like the family being together. Mm-hmm. So, so that her being killed was very surprising to me. Same here. I thought maybe she would show back up. Me too. I was like, maybe she was injured because it was off screen, or she got captured. Yeah, and they were going to use her as a trap to lure her somewhere. Exactly, and then someone else gets killed, and it was like, oh shit, okay. I mean, let's just sort of talk about some of these creature things that attack them because yeah. they are really creative. And Again, a lot of it's done practically. Yeah, I don't remember enjoying these guys as much. Me neither. As I remember just being like, eh, whatever. But there's a lot of things I'm now just looking at how cool and like their designs are spooky. I do believe a big part of it is doing the podcast. Probably. Because I was like, I don't know, this movie is whatever. I don't care. And then now I'm like, like you said, really like uh uh paying attention to like the the design of the creatures and the fact that they're all like puppeted and it looks really cool. Yeah. Like the um the Jack in the Box dude. Mm-hmm. He's like a he's essentially like a big slug or like a huge snake that's yeah, a Jack in the Box in neck. Notes, yeah. With like the the little box like at the, at his butt. Yeah. And his head is a massive like porcelain doll porcelain, yeah. ja- uh Jack in the Box head, but the mouth. The mouth opens like how would you describe that? There's like tears at where the lips connect. Yeah. And so and then down the center of the chin. So they kind of pull back. And then, yeah, there's the top part of the mouth. But it can also open down like a snake where it can just swallow you. Yeah. Scoop people. And and that's what happens to one of the It swallows up one of those cousins. Yeah. Yeah. I thought both of them got swallowed up. Only one. Yeah. I'd call that a call that a kill. (laughs) And I really liked, too, that I think that once this thing swallows and eats you, it's able to use your voice. Oh, I didn't catch that, but you're right. Because that's how the two cousins, they're in the house and they get called upstairs or they wander up upstairs and they hear Beth's voice saying, hey, is that you, uh, Stevie and Jordan or whatever? Yeah, come up here. Like, yeah. I want to show you something. Like, Where have or you whatever. been? Come up here and I'll tell you. And it's it's her voice, but it's all distorted. So yeah. something there make, made me think that like, oh, that's so Smart. fucked up. That they can take you that way. Yeah, that's fucked up. Do you think that that Jack in the Box was also the snow snake? <gasps> oh, I don't think. Oh, I don't. OK, know I was, was thinking of something else. The Jack in the Box under the car. I didn't make that, that connection. That, Is that the Jack in the Box? It, it has to be because it has her voice. That was the little one. Right. It captures her, has her voice. Oh, maybe shit. I'm putting because of magic. Of course. Yeah. Krampus magic. Krampus magic. Yeah. Because uh, at a certain point, Adam Scott and Howard they go looking out for Sarah because it's getting dark. She yeah, she's returned. been out looking for a boyfriend or whatever for far too long. There's a great scene where they go out in the Hummer and Howard just opens up his back trunk and it's just filled with guns. And it's like, <laughs> yep, this is these characters. Adam Scott's like, dude, you brought guns to Christmas. <laughs> He's like, a shepherd's got to look out for his flock. I like that line. And I like that yeah. Adam Scott uses that later on too. I'm like, Me too. ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like cringy at first. And yeah. then it turns into when Adam Scott says it, it's like. And then yeah, it's Howard at that real. point, he's like, yeah. all right, fine. Good, like, good line. Respect. And so, yeah, they have the guns and they go to Beth's boyfriend's house, but that place has been just destroyed. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it is freezing cold out. They're getting covered in frost. And at a certain point, I think Howard is like, I, I almost got frostbite for being out there for like four minutes. Yeah. And the houses are like frozen over. It's yeah. fucking insane. And there's no one around, too. Everyone is pretty much gone except for the family here mm-hmm. now. And what I really liked about when they were exploring the house was that this is the first time you see like the chimney just like smashed open. Like oh, something that was cool. Fit down. And I really like that kind of attention to detail. Where it's like mm-hmm. he's 
yeah, he's magic Krampus, but he's also this behemoth of a creature that if you're going to put him down in chimney, he's just bursting that open. There's like bricks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they see the hoof prints and they're huge. And I, I like that build up to what we didn't, well, what we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So I like those aspects. But then that's when they get attacked by a snow snake. We don't see the snow snake. Yeah, it's under. Again, uh, I really like the way that they kind of like didn't show a lot of stuff at mm-hmm. first. But yeah, so it's just the the snow like, you know, what the, uh, other movies have done that. Where it's like mm-hmm. you see something traveling under the snow and like a little snake. That's fucking spooky. Yeah. And but it grabs um Howard, Howard at, the, at the feet, fucks him up a little bit. Yeah. They have to go back to the house and everyone's like, all right, we're just going to bunker down. We'll make a plan in the morning. And going back to some of the creature things that we see, it's nighttime and the fire goes out. And I just want to point out that the grandma during a lot of this is like, we need to keep that fire going more mm-hmm. of the whole. She knows something. Right. But at night, everyone's asleep and we see this gingerbread man come down on a bunch of chains. <laughs> and I just really like, like a huge that. hook at the end. It's like a meat hook. Yeah, it's terrifying. I so I will say up until now, it's felt very like, um, you know, like Austrian folktale mm-hmm. Krampus scary, except for. Yeah, because even like we didn't mention the there's a in the house when they're looking at the fucked up chimney. There's a gingerbread man pinned to the fridge with a knife. Yeah, but it looked like a little decoration. But this little gingerbread man coming down on the chain, I was like, I almost in my mind changed vibes a little bit Mm -hmm. because it's like a little almost like an animated gingerbread man. Yeah, but it looked really cool. It did. And of course, it enticed the (laughs) the young chubby man. And I like that when he goes up to it, it's not moving or anything. And he takes a chunk out of its head, a bite. Mm-hmm. And we both at the same time were just like, that looks super good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I thought <laughs> just it. Oh God. It looks so like fluffy. It did. And yeah, like there was not a crunch, but like the way he, his mouth just went through it, it was just so soft <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. fluid. And I was like, that looks amazing. Yeah. Like a, like just the softest cake. I was like, I get it now. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'd take a bite that too. Been me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but then the little gingerbread go like, I like this part too. He kind of looks like, he comes to life uh-huh. and looks up at his own little bite and is like, oh, what the fuck? Like, he looks all annoyed. And, you know, the CG in this, it's like we said, far. It's here and there. And so this thing comes to life. I didn't think it looked that good. Yeah, that it was goofy. OK. It's goofy. I think it does sort of fit the tone of this, though. Me, too. I wouldn't say it's like it doesn't necessarily pull me out of it bad. Like, Same. it's not. What's the movie we just watched where we're talking shit about the CG? I said it was like Starship Troopers and you said it was worse. Oh, great question. Was uh, it not Phantasm? Because that's old. It was, I don't know. Well, that's okay. Resident Evil? Res- oh, yeah, yeah, because we were talking about the liquor and how that CG thing that's just right. like, yeah, was like, oh, I believe bad, that was it. Bad, that's bad. Like, I wouldn't say it was that bad. Definitely, actually, thinking back, that was trash. That was awful. That was bad, yeah. So this was definitely like, it's car- probably really good for the time. I don't remember liking it at the time. That's oh, really? one thing okay. that I didn't enjoy was that oh, those those gingerbread men in particular. Well, I'm glad they didn't do more in CG then. Agreed. Because it would have been bad. I think maybe I was also just judging that movie overall because I mm-hmm. was iffy about it going into that movie the first time. Right. Me too. But I did like that it was cartoony as well. It wasn't supposed to be like a real gingerbread. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, he kind of looks like the gingerbread man from like, uh, Shrek, Shrek or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not supposed to be realistic. Yeah, and I also like that they didn't try and make him look overly 
I feel like when they try and make characters look overly sinister, mm-hmm. it takes away from how creepy they are. Yeah. Similar to Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey or whatever. Mm-hmm. The new mask. That's why I was kind of like, eh, they try to make him look too scary. Interesting. I liked when he looked goofy. And then the fact that he's murdering people is like scarier. Like just a dude in a dumb mask. Yeah. Wearing like, overalls. Uh, and that's what I think of uh, Little Gingerbread Man. Well, the Little Gingerbread Man, I love that he just uses the chain to... Like swing around the boy and chain him up. He like runs around (laughs) with the chain. And then he gets pulled up the chimney. Tony Collette's character tries to help out, but it's not really doing much. And that's where she sees, because up until now, we haven't really seen, I don't think the characters have really seen Mm -mm. anything. No, Adam Scott Howard. Howard, They just know that something attacked them. Yeah, under the snow. So they're still kind of like, maybe it was. Their Jeep also got destroyed too. True. Yeah. So they were convinced, but they weren't. They didn't know his little evil uh, gingerbread man. Yeah. But then Tony uh, Collette's character, she, she sees, sees and she's shooketh. Yeah. He gets sucked right up the chimney and let's call that a death. Let's call that a kill, baby. I think around this time we get the backstory of the grandma where she's like, I was once a little girl in a war torn country where I would have given up. Uh, they, and they do like a. Oh, yeah. yeah. The I didn't remember style. this either. Same. They it's like awesome animation. Style yeah. In this. It, it's like, a, um, yeah, as she's telling her story, it shows it's almost like paper yeah. cutouts, I guess, like it's a like shadow show kind of sort of meets Coraline a little bit. Yeah, because her only her character is stop. Yeah, like a Coraline stop motion claymation ish, but yeah, like still character. animated. Yeah. Yeah. And the background characters, I like that it was very jumpy and papery. That was super cool. Yeah. And again, I'm like, what the fuck did I? <laughs> What, what I, did I not appreciate this the first time I saw it? I feel like a different person. Yeah, same here. I'm like, this is really cool. I, yeah, that was one of my favorite bits for sure. Me too. If anyone has played Resident Evil 8, there's a cool intro that's very similar to like that huh. animation where it's papery, but also like full motion. Mm-hmm. So if you've played that, that's what it looks like. It's very cool. That's cool. So yeah, she got, there's a great scene where her animated parents tear up her santa doll oh yeah what <laughs> she the gets fuck? really sad because she's like you know uh people lost the the lost the sight of the meaning of christmas yeah. or whatever and it shows her parents like arguing and they just reach down take the doll of hands and like rip it in half and hand it back to her it's like what the fuck <laughs> just because you're arguing with each other then you have to bully your own kid and then we learn that she has given up on christmas and she wishes for everyone to disappear and then we have krampus and his minions showing up and there's a great bit where it's her character in bed and you just see shadows of Krampus and shit going on. And you hear the townspeople screaming and uh-huh. yelling. And she even says words like they dragged them all the way into hell. <laughs> and at the very end, the Krampus thing gives her like a little wink. Yeah, like stands in her doorway and it's like, bing, and winks. It was like, oh, what the fuck? That was not the vibe I was expecting from this. And then it goes back to the live action and it's the grandma again. And she's holding this little pokeball that the Krampus gave her. She's like, oh, this is all that I have left. Yeah. You got a Pokeball? I did. It looks like a Pokeball. <laughs> it's like a little bell. It's a jingle bell. Yeah, but it's like a ball. <laughs> True. And she says that the only reason I she choose was- you, Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> Krampus uses elves. <laughs> and they run up and just punch in the dick. Yeah. Krampus uses the power of depression. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> it was now super I'm effective. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like Krampus it's like as a reminder, right? Yeah, like of, hey, don't do that or else I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah, now. remember the, the, which is kind of a weird 
you know, is that really going to teach you the meaning of Christmas or whatever? Is it, I'm going to kill your whole family. Well, I mean, left. It's more like, message. be careful what you wish for. True. Less like. And now as I leave, make sure to always believe in Christmas and and keep a positive outlook. <laughs> it's like, as he's dragging uh, a body into hell yeah, and winking yeah. at you. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> exactly. Ah, the Christmas like, meaning okay. right there. Yeah. yeah. So well, here's a question, though. This yeah. is going to go off track a little bit. Let's have it. But so she's dealt with Krampus. I, sort of. She's met him. She's met him. She's made the wish. Her family was killed. Yep. And he left her a bell. Yep. Jumping all the way to the end of the movie, mm-hmm. this happens to Max. Yeah. And then, and then through various circumstances, we'll get to, they're in like a snow globe. Yeah. Does that mean she was snow globed and then, and then like a, like a nesting doll, that snow globe was snow globed? No. Interesting. And I'll tell you why. Because she did not get tossed into hell. Oh, you're right. Max did it at the end because he was trying to make the sacrifice, which so her backfired on him. Her family is snow globed with her now. She no, I killed. mean like uh, um, old lady. I forget her name. Oh, old lady. <laughs> they were all dragged to hell, so they were probably in a snow globe, and she was left with a little bell. I see what's happening. I think it depends. Or they're dead. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Or they're, I mean, or burning alive. Or I'm gonna say that they're dead, and I'll we'll get to that at the end. Though. Okay, I'll yeah, get yeah. To that theory at the end. I wanted oh. to just put that in your mind. Yeah, remind me about that because I'm gonna forget. I don't have a pen. Just remind me, Jeff. Okay. So there's more attacks by Krampus's minions in the attic because it's Tony Collette and Howard. No, oh. I think it's Linda, the the mom of the two or like the three kids, mm-hmm. the three cousins. They go upstairs because they hear the kids being attacked. That's when we right, see the right, actual right. like Jack in the Box snake. Mm-hmm. But then we also get a bear that is like, like super sharp bear. teeth. Yeah, teddy yeah. bear. There's a robot with knives for its hands. Like also, a robot toy. Adam Scott's up there too, yeah. Oh, that's right. And then also there's like a Christmas angel. Which I really liked. That also had kind of a porcelain face with fangs and like a little fucking wiggly, slimy tongue that kept like... That like upset me, like licking, licking Tony Collette's face. Tony Collette's face, yeah. yeah Laura's yeah. face. That was pretty fucked up. Oh, Laura's yeah, the other gross. I don't, oh, I don't know I who Tony Collette is. Up. Yeah, that's all right. We we'll Tony. <laughs> We're friends. Oh, so while they are getting attacked, too, there's another gingerbread attack with right. Howard in the kitchen, which yeah. I really liked because he's just shotgunning them. But mm-hmm. there's like maybe three or four of them. Very. And and the vibe of the gingerbread men felt very gremlins to me. It did. Yeah, there like, were ah, certain hee hee. scenes and like in boxes and stuff and bursting out. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and this scene in particular, like they're attacking him. It felt like. The kitchen scene in Gremlins, where he's like, oh, yeah, shoves one of them in a uh, blender. The mom does, and yeah. I was kind of hoping he was going to shove a, a gingerbread homage. man into a blender, into a blender, but that'd be pretty cool. He shotgunned them instead. Yeah, they get lit on fire. He defeats them. So what I remember, from what I remember, like that scene is consisted of most of the movie. A lot of C, bad CG and just nonsense. And it was just that one little bit. It doesn't even go on that long. Yeah, and the re- it's only the gingerbread. The gingerbread guys that are, are well, I think CG. the, the bear, a, I think oh, is also right. a little CG here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also I'm assuming like the jumping cramp, like little details and stuff. But yeah, like, yeah. I remember it being just heavy, just like the gingerbread bit. Same. So I was again, just surprised. And like, I was oh, pleasantly man. surprised. Yeah. So after that, the, what is it? The elves end up breaking into the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's like all the creatures, they're fighting like upstairs and then downstairs and just fighting them all around and stabbing certain things and the grandma 
or not the grandma, the aunt or whatever, the oh, annoying oh, one that's talking oh, about drinking oh, alcohol about the whole time. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's an alcoholic aunt in this as well. Yeah, she was being like, "Come on, kids, I'll teach you how to make peppermint schnapps," and like every line is basically her. Hey, I'm about. clogging up the pipes. <laughs> yeah, and she shotguns a bunch of the like the angel and the teddy bear and stuff. Yeah, and then the remaining ones like do that thing where they stop and they're like, "Oh," and then they. Oh yeah, they're about to get the um, Jack in the Box guy. She's about that's to right. shoot it in the head. But then it starts like clapping, which again. Creepy. Spooky. Right. I didn't like that. Yeah. That was maybe the scariest thing the Jack in the Box did. It was like clap happily. I just love that whole like that. I think that's uh, my favorite creature. Yeah. In this entire movie. Yeah. Um, I have a question then, for you. Okay. So if they were to shot that thing in the head and they were to try and pull their kids out, do you think maybe the kid would have been like partially digested? I was like a snake. Yeah. I was kind of thinking that because it's either it has to like get digested. Like I think they would have been alive. But being digested, but like fucked up and yeah. like in bad shape for sure. That was just something I could not wrap my head around. Like, or maybe because it's a toy, quote unquote, it's just sitting in there. Yeah, they're just like trapped. Belly. Yeah, and it's gonna take them to Krampus or whatever. Right. Well, I guess they're eventually going to hell. So I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, it could just be like a little prison almost. I really. Which, it, yeah. I feel like you kind of see them moving about. They're yeah lumps in the like neck of it moving around. Oh, which you again, absolutely could. Really yeah. cool, but. That goes back right, to what if character. they're just being digested uh, alive. Yeah. Like a sarlacc. If this movie was rated R, yeah. maybe they would have sliced open the side and they would have poured out all fucked up in guts. I thought this was rated R. I did too until I looked it up after. And after you said it, I was like, oh job. yeah, yeah. They did it. I mean, there wasn't really any blood in this movie. Not really a lot of gore. Yeah, very little. I was pleasantly surprised, but I didn't. Sometimes that can affect the way I look at a movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, if they just added this. But this is like a well, like movie the, without it. Yeah. And the the design of the characters and stuff, I feel like make up for it in the way it's shot and stuff. Yeah. Apparently they wouldn't green light it otherwise. They they wanted it to be R and they're like, no, we will not green light it unless you make it PG-13. And they're like, fine. Oh, I thought you said the other way around. Like the, no, com- no, no, no. <laughs> like the studio was like, it has to this? be R, dude. He's <laughs> like, no, I'm making this PG-13. Yeah. Damn. I could. So, yeah. Like could be interesting. The from what I remember in Trick or Treat, there are some cool gory moments in that, and that's our yeah. And so I I'm believe sort of trying to imagine having moments like that in this movie mm-hmm. definitely would have given it a different, different, different vibe, feel, a little vibe. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think this I one feels a little bit more like I even read something where they said there were elements that they changed because it was a little bit too much into the horror genre. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're trying to do like. Like we want it to be horror, but we also want it to be Christmas, Christmas. movie for like teenagers or whatever. It's like, yeah. huh? Okay, I can see so this, like ba- the balancing act. I can see this definitely falling a little too much into the horror and losing some of that Christmassy feel, which totally, I think yeah, totally. helped make this movie what it is. I yeah. just, I've said this before. I love the Christmas time, this time of year, mm-hmm. the festiveness, and I'm glad that this movie had all of that and kept it throughout. Like little songs that were maybe slowed down or mm-hmm. lyrics change. It was so like Bing Crosby mm-hmm. and um, yeah, classic Christmas music throughout the movie. Like you said, well, at this point, the family is like, we need to go and get help. And so they have a plan to get a snow plow to plow their way out of the town. To like a much. school or a mall to the mall, a mall, the police station. If there's nothing there, they're going to keep going. Right. 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 And as I like, um, I'm just going to ruin it. Sure. Uh, that the plan doesn't work. It doesn't. Not at all. I appreciated that. Me, yeah. I, it didn't I, even like start to work. They're like, yeah. we're going to get the snowplow and go to the mall. And it was like, oh, won't start. 
it won't start. And most of us aren't even going to get there yep. in the short span it is from the house to this snowplow that we did see earlier in the movie. Yeah, that's what the daughter like hid under where she got, I think. Or was that a truck? I, I, I think, think that was a snowplow. Was it? I don't know. Oh, I just know that Howard it truck, and uh, they also Adam saw Scott it. saw it. And that's why they stopped yeah. to get out of the car in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they get, they, yeah, even like, like you said, they, they survive through this whole thing and then this little short time span because mm-hmm. that's how it would, they're out in the snow with all this crazy shit happening. They just start getting picked off. Yeah, it's Adam Scott first and then it's Tony Collette and then Linda. Hit it. Leaving Boom. only the kids. That's right. Well, how do they how do they die? Mac. I want to make sure we talk about that. Linda, uh, Adam, Scott, and Tony Adam Scott. The snow snake. Snow snake. That's right. He's yeah. like he does the classic like go on without me with his shotgun. He's shooting the snow snake and then and then he just closes his eyes and looks up. <laughs> what I liked about the scene. Like, Do try and run. <laughs> what's it going to do? Yeah. What I liked and appreciate about the scene is that he tells Tony Collette in the rest like, hey, go on. I have to do this. And she's like, no, he's like, go. And he just says it one more time that time. And then they just leave. It's not it's like respect his. Yeah. It's like, he's doing this for you guys. Right. And I immediately started thinking of resident evil in that super awkward scene. Go, no, no, well, we're going to, we can't leave you dude. Go, no, no, no. <laughs> go! go. I'm going to sit here awkwardly and look at you. All right. See ya. Look, all right. Later, man. <laughs> dramatic much cool, thanks but yeah just the way she was like okay we this Me is too. the only way we're going to survive and it the sucks. same thing happened uh right before this i forgot that the grandma stays well, behind that's what i wanted to go back to okay, before good. we we move on yeah we have the oh, grandma um, omi omi yeah yeah we have her locking the door as the others leave and max is like she's gonna slow him down for us she's gonna buy us time and in a funny bit because when the elves came in and oh yeah so howard and the the really annoying aunt got sucked out the oh, you're by right. the elves <laughs> kill, kill them the elves just like even in one scene too I don't remember who gets sucked out I think it's the ant it's like zoing oh yeah, yeah it makes yeah, like it a weird her. little noise and Howard gets sucked out because they're starting to take the jack-in-the-box snake away and he jumps on the end and he's like all right bye and he like rides it out yeah <laughs> I was like that was sick so there's this big old hole in the wall Omi decides to stay back and there's a scene where Adam Scott is like, open the door, open up. And yeah, you and I, uh, mom, mom, open the door. You and I are like, there's a there's a window literally right next to this door. Yeah. Like a massive, like <laughs> the size cool. of like four front doors, just wide open into yeah. the living room, <laughs> which I like Max did say like the window or, oh, or no, um, Adam Scott is like, oh, the window. And they turn like a foot to their left. That. And that's when Max is like, dad. She wants to stay. Okay. She, like she she's she wants to help or whatever. And we have Omi versus Krampus. He comes down the chimney and now yeah, I like that she we lines see him up coming fists down. out. Does she? <laughs> and just starts throwing punches. Oh yeah, that no. did. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just socks him in the she jaw. She does a um if you guys remember we watch Resident Evil, she does this cool thing where she runs up in the corner and mm-hmm. does like a uh off one wall, off the other wall, and scissor kicks a rubber dog in the face. Yeah. And then Krampus. rubber Krampus. <laughs> Oh man, that scene would be amazing. So that, stupid. This would have been the greatest move I've ever seen. If it's that like happened. a fully CG grandma, <laughs> grandma. <laughs> CG Omi. I would not have been upset by that. I would um, love this for that. But no, this is like you said. This is an important moment. An mm-hmm. Important moment. We see this is our debut of Krampus in his full glory. And I like we again see just the chimney being cracked open because he's such a huge creature, mm-hmm. and he slowly comes out. Such an ominous like entrance. And, and I, it, as he's coming out, even my first thought was like because it shows. From the chimney's perspective, like yeah. 
the hands lowering. And I was like, huh? Is he lowering like full, just hands down, full stance, like <laughs> the thickest he could be through the chimney? <laughs> but then I realized he's, I'm pretty sure, which is creepier, he's going head first. Mm-hmm. Like, like a in. creepy slither through the chimney. Mm-hmm. And then his hands like, you know, fingers wrap around the outside of the chimney and his horns. Uh, like the way they shot that scene is so good. It's wonderful. And what I liked about this is we do see him in all of his glory now. Mm-hmm. He's a hunched over. I think she called Chains him. Chains and robes. Santa's shadow, which I think that's that's what right. Krampus is referred to as possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't really know too much about that, but I like that it is a, apparently like a like a shadow version of him. He's, right. His mouth is just constantly open. Like a, a lot of you may know. it's He's kind of like uh, Santa is to Krampus as Sonic is to Knuckles. Or as. Or shadow Sonic or fuck. Or as Spock is to evil Spock in the mirror universe. Uh oh, was that? <gasps> Wait a, a second. Star, Star Trek, Trek reference, Christmas edition. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. So I'm so glad you have that soundboard. <laughs> Um, he's got a very thin wispy long beard yeah he's wearing the red robe and he's got a sack full of shit and he just looks unpleasant with the hoofs his mouth is his mouth yeah his His mouth mouth is always kind of open his teeth are all jaggedy and it's also you can tell like not his face did did, did you pick up on that so i just thought his eyes were extraordinarily sunken so um i was kind of like is that his face is he wearing a face and then i looked it up and he's wearing a face is he so we don't ever get to see krampus's real face that's fucking he's cool. wearing like a creepy like santa face as a mask and yeah. you can see his eyes kind of behind it and his he has like a long kind of like venom tongue that yeah. comes out and like ugh, that's really cool so i did not realize that again i thought it was just oh like sunken eyes basically sunken just like zombified he's just bones are protruding because he's right. so thin and just malnourished because he's all been eating cookies forever <laughs> christmas no evil evil or i was gonna call him evil santa krampus eats um <laughs> what would he santa. eat oatmeal cookies <laughs> carrot cake <laughs> fucking oatmeal cookies Ugh. well he pulls out his bag and i think the grandma pulls out the pokeball that she has too and then he opens up the bag and we just see a bunch of things in the bag jump out at her like little toys and stuff which i kind of thought I don't know. That scene was okay. I think there was such a buildup with that little moment that I was hoping something else would happen. Maybe like even just him opening the bag in this and and Omi being like sucked into it or something would have been cool. But the the classic it does like a almost like a nineties like flash jump scare. Like it shows the toys and it's like ah, and then it does like a little like flash on the screen. And I was yeah. like, I wonder if that was meant to be something else. And that was just like this is the best we can do. I don't think you know anything I mean? else would have really satisfied me, honestly. I want to see her like enveloped in toys and her little feet are sticking out. Okay, that actually would have been kind of cool. Right? That would have been cool. I'm like imagining an R version where Krampus, because he like kind of caresses her face for a second oh, that's with long right. spindly fingers. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm assuming he recognizes her. Totally. He, I think she so has too. the bell. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I guess I'm taking you now too. Because the, the boy, Max, at a certain point is like, I think this is my fault. Mm-hmm. Cause she, after her whole story, she, he's like, man, I, he's like, wait, that sounds like what I did. <laughs> I fucked up real Oopsies. bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm imagining maybe like Krampus just puts his arm straight through her in a super Ooh. gory style. You know how reverse flash will sometimes 
vibrate into your heart. Yeah. Except Krampus just puts it all the way through you. Oh, he vibrates into your heart. <laughs> With death. Ah! Yeah, but he I, pulls I, out her heart and, and wraps it in a little gift and hands it to her. <laughs> That'd be so stupid. And, oh, no, he hands it to the uh, miner from My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. And it just transitions into... And then the rest of the movie is My Bloody movie. Valentine. <laughs> well... That's a good thing we didn't make this movie. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, can you hit the death for Omi? Oh, that's right. The oh, yeah. R.I.P. Omi. She was like a fucking... She's a badass. Language. She was a badass in this and a champion. Yeah. The whole time she was keeping calm and she was like, I know what's happening. We got to keep that fire lit, but nobody did. Everyone fell asleep and now she's paying the price. Although that's right. I guess maybe she was, a, she had been avoiding death this whole time and she knew it was coming for her no matter what in the end. And there she it was. accepted it. She did. That's the subtitle for this movie. Krampus. She only pays it. the price. Oh, I like that better. <laughs> she accepted it. <laughs> womp, womp. But yeah, she gets, uh, she gets, she I guess gets sucked got. into the bag of toys. Yeah. Well, let's go back to Max and the other cousin. They're the last two surviving and the they're in this plow car. Won't well, start. did we talk about uh, Tony dies? I mean, they all basically they all get, just get sucked killed by the snake. Yeah. The, the snow snake. The snow snake. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Max and two cousins. Just one cousin. I think it's Jordan. Because remember, the other one got eaten by the Jack in the Box snake. Well, there's three cousins. The boy got sucked up the chimney. The chub, chubby boy. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yep. You're right. So I think it's just Jordan now. I think Stevie got sucked it's, into the snow. Not the snow snake, the jack-in-the-box snake. A lot of snakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the elves come back. Can can we didn't talk about the elves? What do you think? What do they look like, Jeff? They're kind of because they're not. This small. is kind of what I was saying earlier. It gets back to like the Austrian folktale. They have like almost like a uh civilization you'd run into in like Ocarina of Time or something. Yeah. It's like wooden masks with horns and bells and or something from like labyrinth or something like I'd that. I'd say more labyrinth for sure. Yeah, like little boots and they're like ha ah, ah, and some of them have like tongues sticking out and And they're not really small. Like I'd say they're probably maybe like five like, um, three or something. They're not like yeah. how you would normally picture elves and like Santa in his house just hanging out with Mrs. Claus. They're like short like, but not small. Yeah. They're like yeah, they're, they're like people. what's that called? Stout. Um, stout. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, that's what makes them more creepy because they're called elves, but they're just like we're fucking terrifying. Yeah, constantly. like little ogres almost. Oh like. yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Ah, but their voices are high, and they're like little, of course, little tricksters or whatever with jingle bells and shit. Yeah, and they come like definitely very like labyrinth fives. They yeah. come like pouring in through the window and stuff, or like jumping on the hood of a car and like pulling kids out of cars and stuff. Yeah. Well, they end up attacking the snowplow. The final cousin gets sucked out. Then it's just Max, and then he. Hit it. R.I.P. Final cousin. And he gets out of the snowplow to go after this cousin. And that's when Krampus appears to him. And Krampus just gives him a Pokeball. His Krampus ball. He's like, <laughs> here you go, man. And then he fucks off. And I thought I misremembered this movie because I remember there being more. I remember the end scene that's about to happen. Me but too. The way that it just ends with Krampus giving him the Pokeball and then walking away and he's just standing there in the snow and the camera pulls back and the music is just kind of like sort of swelling. Yeah, I was like, like huh, this I remember there be being the a end of it. A, a, like a, I remember the snow. Globe. I remember more. So yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And if they had ended there, I the honestly, feeling. I think that that would have been pretty cool because it's like, yeah. oh, this kid just literally murdered his entire family <laughs> yeah, yeah. and now he's left to deal with the consequences. Yeah. If they had ended it, I would not have been upset. I would have been totally fine with that. Yeah. But I don't mind what they that they continue to. That's what I was about to ask. More. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Me too. And he ends up getting his courage, and he chases after Krampus. He calls him an asshole, and he's like, "Hey!" And he throws the pokeball at him, trying to catch him. He doesn't. That's he's right. Like, I, I renounce my wish. I take it back. And the and the little jingle bell, aka pokeball, kind of like sizzles into the snow. Mm-hmm. 
as as like you know because it's probably hot from hell i don't know oh then we're being recalled a hole from hell opens up Krampus that's right is standing up at hell's the top, butthole and he's about to throw or the elves are about to throw the last cousin in. i think that is stevie yeah and the other one got 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 yeah yeah because he's like stevie no max is saying hey i take it back i'm sorry i'm gonna shed a tear take me instead and there's like this moment where it looks like Krampus is about he like to like wipes Max's tear with his big old fucking claw and like it's like, oh, this is going to be the teachable moment of yeah. the movie. Guess what? No, nope. it's not. Oh, well, we already you see the cousin get tossed in Krampus and all the other elves start laughing. And then and then Krampus just palms Max's head <laughs> and like lifts him up and his little feet are like, ah. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. I'm so I, I just don't know why I didn't want it to be like. And the wish was reversed. I'm like, I want this to be a dramatic. Yeah. And I like that it is goofy when he's falling into the pit of hell. Yeah. He like drops him into the pit from his head. And he, it's a classic like die You're hard falling back into this yeah. slow mo fall. Like, oh, I thought it fit. I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> then he ends up waking up, which this transition, I it's fitting and everything, but I was like, oh, oh fucking I knew because it's like the you sh- you see the fire of hell and that the fire slowly becomes the brightness of a window and it zooms out and he's in bed and he like falls out of bed. But what I like about this like is brown. that it's very much set up to be like, this is not real. Everything about it from the moment he gets out of bed, just even the brightness, very classic, of, like, the colors, everything is just too perfect. Yeah. And they clearly did like the whole thing. He like peeks around the corner and everyone's like Max or whatever, like sleepy head and they're Everyone's like open around the fire and, yeah. and they're like his sister walks by we've been waiting for you dumbass or whatever it's like oh everything's normal oh my two cousins who i hate are making fun of me again <laughs> i don't care they're alive <laughs> yeah, this was like, all a dream max, are, you, are you okay and he's like oh, must have just been a bad dream and they're like okay <laughs> classic max you yeah. piece of shit <laughs> you stupid fucker <laughs> you've ruined my life <laughs> and then they start to open presents and max gets his present and he and he cracks it open and it's <gasps> A Pokeball. Or some might a say. A Jingle Bell. A Krampus ball. A Krampus ball. And what I really liked is that the Me. camera starts to pan back. Yeah. And it's Tony Collette who first noticed it. She looks over and her smile just drops and her eyes just go dead. Mm-hmm. And then you start to see Adam Scott's character do that. And then everyone just starts to quiet down. And then we start hearing quotes that they were saying throughout the movie, maybe around the time that they died or just things that they were yelling. Yeah, like a dream in a dream, like kind of like wispy, far away uh, style or whatever. And it's just shots of all the characters, solemn faces, dead so eyes. Good. Just- if it was just him, I don't know why, but that would have annoyed me. And they're like, huh, what's wrong, Max? And he's just scared. I like that they all, as soon as they saw it, were like mm-hmm. kind of remembering like, oh, shit, like coming out of a trance. Yeah. And so then the camera pulls back. We go outside the house. We keep pulling back. And then we see that this house is now encased in a snow globe. And we have uh, a cramp. <laughs> snow globe? Uh, not bad, right? Not which was bad. the soundboard and which was me? Welcome to hell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We see Krampus sort of touching the snow globe as he walks away. And in a very Men in Black style-esque ending, we see lots of other snow globes. Or Indiana Jones. Or Indiana Jones. We see other snow globes all over, I guess, Krampus's workshop. Mm -hmm. And then the camera cuts to black. Boom. We have our movie Krampus. Nice. I need everyone to know. Sorry, that's going on. It's so (laughs) funny. 
<laughs> I can't stop it. Is I love that every time after you hit one of the sound soundboard noises, you just immediately sit back with your hands in your lap, like you're so just pleased with yourself. Like, yep, I did it. And just <laughs> just looking at me. I didn't notice I was doing that, but <laughs> it's the I've satisfaction. Done it again. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, three cheers to me. Um. So, okay. okay. So, as you told me to remind you, please. I was trying to remember what it was, but I already forgot. Um, the snow globe thing, because I was talking about. Wouldn't it be the grandma got snow globed and then they got snow globed and it's a nesting doll experience snow globe in a snow globe. Like, why didn't she oh, get okay. snow globed? But you were saying she didn't. We because, figured that part out kind of. Yeah, she didn't go to hell. She didn't go to hell. She was left behind. She was left behind to send this message. And so when Max was like, hey, take me, it was giving him permission. And the only thing that he really wanted was for Christmas to be how he always wanted it, how he remembered it. And so he has now been put in his own personal hell with these people that he sent there, his family. Right. So, so the grandma there been, are different theories about this. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's hear those theories. So your, your, um, uh, camp of thinking is his hell is being trapped in the snow globe. Cause this is mine too. I think. Okay. Trapped in the snow globe to, I'm assuming they're just forever going to be experiencing Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. In like a quote unquote perfect world, but also you're aware of what's happening. And so it's like hell. Exactly. And it's like Groundhog's Day, maybe. But worse. Where you wake up and it's Christmas every day. Because you're with your family. So the other theory is that his wish recall was granted and that Krampus, by learning this lesson, he like freed them, which I'm calling bullshit already as I'm saying it. But this is the other theory. Uh, and the snow globe is his way of like, all these snow globes are Krampus watching over all these people that he's like taught lessons to. So it's like a mirror into a into this dimension. Or yeah. This and he's like, reality. I'm watching you. Like, don't oh. forget the meaning of Christmas or I'll come back. It's like that. That's interesting. But what I think throws that theory right in the fucking trash. I'm Whoa. just kidding. If you uh, believe that <laughs> is that the like you're saying, it's like the dream dreaminess of it all. I feel yeah. like it, that's it's like a fake world that they're trapped in. Mm-hmm. Also, I just like that ending better. Me too. And it would fit with him and I guess everyone else being thrown to that pit of hell. Right. It's like they're in hell. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, this, and this is, and, and the spookiness of it pulling out. It's not like it pulls out and it's like, oh, he, and he's watching over. It's like, dun, 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 da, dun, dun, da. You know? And it's being trapped in that time loop forever. So we agree. I think so. Okay. Well, Jeff, let's move into some thoughts. That's on right. This movie, just some quick afterthoughts should i say some final thoughts <gasps> did you like this movie uh yeah me too yeah it was, was good a better, lot better than i remember as me said too earlier i don't know why i don't i don't maybe use the mood i was in or i don't know but this i think is like a pretty enjoyable maybe it's because we've been watching bad ones <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of horror christmas movies to choose from and we almost went a few different ways mm-hmm. and i was slightly reluctant to go with this one honestly but i know this is like not reluctant but i was like uh you know it was okay it's like whatever yeah but i know a lot of horror fans who really enjoy this one and i Mm -hmm. see a lot of posts about it especially around this time and i thought it would just be a good time to revisit maybe it would help open my mind and and my views and it did yeah i i'm surprised too this is one i'll add to a list of just fun um what do you call it holiday theme movies yeah i'll definitely rewatch this movie this Me is a, like a christmas time 
holiday time movie for sure. And as we said that like it's PG-13, it's not really too intense for people who don't really like horror movies. If you yeah. want to show someone like a bit of a fun, like mm -hmm. spooky time, this would be the perfect movie to go to. Easily. Like, I don't see many people not being able to watch this. Same. I, it's I like, mean, for most people, like even like PG-13, I would say like a 13 year old could easily watch this. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Not everyone's going to love it, but everyone That's could watch it. That's what I was trying to figure yeah, out how to yeah. say, yeah. It's like, it's, it's, but it's not, there's no like parts where you're like, ooh, and have to look away or like overly scary. It's like, eh. There's not a bit where a woman vomits up her own intestines while her eyes are bleeding. That's right. Yeah. 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 Is Nobody wants that. Right, Steve? The movie House by the Snow. Uh, right, Steve? Yes. All right. Well, Jeff, out of five Krampuses, how many Krampuses would you give this movie? Oh, wow. You're really going with, I thought you were going to go with uh, Krampus Balls. Ah, that's way better. Jeff, out of five Krampus Balls, how many Krampus Balls would you give this movie? Out of five? You know what? I'd probably give it a uh, uh, four. I yeah. Gotta, I got to agree with you on that. Four out of five. And I'm not just doing the thing where I'm like, can't give anything a perfect score because I'm trying not to do that. But but also this, you know, this movie had some downfalls. Yeah, it's not the best thing I've ever seen, no. but it's fun and enjoyable and a, a festive time. Yeah. And a very appropriate movie for us to watch to end out our year with. That's our, right. You said you gave it four also. Yep. Oh, four man. Four out of uh, five even four. balls. Fours across the board. Oh, no. I forgot this one goes on for a long time. That's okay. But you know what? Let's, let's bask in it. Yeah. Bask in the glory. Okay, oh fuck! Well, I tried <laughs> a Christmas bell. Nope. Yay! All right. Well, because this is a uh, Minnesota, I think that that is an appropriate time to sort of wrap things up. Jeff, we both like this movie. We hope you guys, uh, if you haven't watched this movie, I definitely recommend it. Would you recommend it to Jeff? Yeah, me too. Yeah. And speaking of which, Jeff, let's move into everyone's favorite segment of the show: tops and bottoms. Like it or hate it. One one-star review and one five-star review of this movie. For the one-star review from Letterboxd by user SmileyFace, the gingerbread men were so unserious. Normally, I'm super scared of horror. This film did nothing of the sort. Therefore, my slight enjoyment proves it is a failure in its genre. That's one star. A, what a weird way to say that. I like that this person just made it all about themselves. Like, well, because I slightly enjoyed this, uh, you failed here. One you star. failed. Uh, and I like that he calls the gingerbread men unserious. Mm. It's not even like they were fucking goofy or something. It's like they weren't serious enough for me. They were too silly, too childish. I deem them silly. Thumbs down. Boo. Uh, and for our five star review, we have user Kyler on Letterboxd. Genuinely, let me start that over. <clears throat> Genuinely, a Christmas horror masterpiece. This time of year is always my favorite when it comes to holiday horror and Krampus is an annual must have. I watched it in theaters back in 2015. Oh, jealous. Yeah. And I've watched it every year since. I'll definitely be revisiting it again before Christmas season is over. Such a comfort film for me. Nice. She's like you, you sick, sick man in your in your horror comfort films. I like that they said that this was something they'll put on every year. That just made me think about how you put on the night before the night before every year, which is a great holiday holiday film. There, Yeah, this is the first year that um, Skylar's like, maybe we don't watch that movie. this year. 
because it's been consistent for it's been a lot of years we've been watching that movie since it came out which coincidentally speaking of us watching this in long beach we saw that movie in theaters in long beach that's right wow a lot of long beach talk today hey hey long beach what up i hit my job what huh all right, Jeff. Wait, well, what'd you say? I think that is going to do it for this special, this holiday Christmas. This ho, 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 horror holiday special. horror special. Damn, yours is way better than mine. Can you please do the thing? Well, uh, yeah. I want to f- say happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. We already wrapped up the season in the last episode, but thanks for sticking with us for a whole year. And also, thanks to our producers we have a tier on patreon called the final girls ah! Ah! i don't have a sound for that ah! uh and uh they they have producer credit so thanks guys <laughs> that is thanks. one of the perks that you get for signing up That's on right, the patreon you. on the final girls tiers you get that producer credit and you get a shout out right here at the end of the episode so let's Whoa! give a big shout out to james, james miller, miller. Allie Joy, Fernando Josh Diaz, Fernando and Josh Hansen. Big shout out Allie. also to everyone else who does contribute. Unfortunately, you do not get the get the shout out at the very end, but we do yeah. want to say thank you. All of your guys' support really does help. We are going to one day have that yacht. We're going to do the very first horror podcast out in international waters at sea. Zoom. We'll, we'll even maybe do a sea-related horror episode. Whoa. Will we whoa, do Deep hey, Rising hey, again? Hey. Hopefully not. Keep going, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you can sign up at patreon.com slash H-H-O-H. Thank you, guys. For all that goodness uh, and you can follow us and see horror news and news about our podcast and other things at instagram and tiktok at herwitz's house of horror you can follow steve the co-host with the most wait that's me that's you uh at steve with all all kinds of e's in there like 11 of them daddy podcast you can follow me at art of jefferson see the things that i draw you can follow Little boy jeff Ugly Cowboy at Ugly Cowboy Co. It's just an ugly guy wears a cowboy hat. Uh, you yeah. can. If you can rate and review the podcast, that would be great on all of your pod tracking apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, others. Those are the only three I can ever think of on the spot. Maybe like any others. Uh, uh, fuck. I always think of Stitcher, which doesn't exist anymore. Sure so don't go there. <laughs> If you're able to leave a review and leave us five stars, we will read that review out live on the podcast. Every contribution and every five star rating really does help. We're getting out there. We're getting into more people's ears and we're going to be coming back even stronger with season three. So be sure to tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your pops, tell the guy sitting next to you while you're on a train or in space. Just be like, hey, here's a fun podcast for you. And we'd really appreciate that. If you have any opinions about uh, Krampus or any other movie, or if you have any uh, recommendations for movies we should cover in season three, give us a call on our hot take hotline at 916-538-4412. Steve. Hello. Speaking of season three. Yeah. We're not going to be here next week. We're not going to be here next week or the week after. That's right. We will be back in your guys' ears on January 8th. Um... Let me double check. That's not right. No, it's the 15th. We will be back in your guys' ears on January 15th. That's correct. We're taking a two-week break off. 
it is just difficult sometimes during this time of holiday year. Break. The holiday break. It's yeah. I think we've both earned it. We've done a very long year of horror movies, and we've been in this. We've been in this room for a full year, quite a bit. So we got to get outside and take a breath of fresh air. We're gonna enjoy ourselves, and we hope you guys all out there also are enjoying some time with your friends, family, with your whether or not you're by yourself or just doing whatever you do best, taking a trip somewhere or staying home. Uh, and keep an eye on the Instagram if you want to see what movie we'll be covering on the 15th. Oh, huh. That's we'll be announcing right it now. there, probably. I believe it will be with a guest, although I'm not sure which one, but there's a little. Yeah, a little teaser for you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, keep, just keep your eyes peeled. I'll just say that. We'll hopefully be having some extra Patreon content up. So if you are following us there, be sure to keep an eye out on that as well. Mm-hmm. Jeff, this has been a great season. Oh, my gosh. The lights have come back on. Well, I can see finally. Wow, man. I thought those were going to be off forever. Wait, where's where's uh, where's your cousin? That was here when we started the podcast. Your cousin's Steve-O. Oh, uh, I don't know. He was sitting in the corner while we were recording that whole episode. <laughs> That's weird. There's a huge hole in the wall. Why? I keep huh. hearing those squirrels on the roof. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Why are the lights flashing? Are those elves outside? Oh, God. All right. Well, let's, let's, oh, Jesus. Uh-oh. I don't like what's going on. Uh, Jeff, let's let's wrap this up. So thank you, everyone, again, for all of your support throughout Seasons 1. And if you join us through Season 2, thank you for that. You guys are seriously the best. You've given us some great feedback. We love the interactions. And we love that you guys have just been keeping us going because without you, we wouldn't be doing this still. So thank you, everyone. Have yourselves a happy holidays, a happy happy new year, and we'll see you back here in January for season three. Uh, See you guys in uh, season three. So, Jeff, as we say at the end of every episode of Hurwitz's House of Horror. Oh, God, the door! Close the door! He's coming in!